This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's Pharrell on the bench in the biggest way possible. Hanging out the bad seat, the broken hate, the bad elbow with a bad attitude. Hanging around a bunch of bad actors, bad taste, bad law, bad dude, bad, bad, bad attitude, bad vibes. We are live in the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios in New York City. Ooh. Home is so much more than a house. It's the home of your dreams. After 30 years, they've been making it better. Rocket Mortgage. Push button. Get mortgage. People dress in plastic bags. Directed to travel eggs. Some kind of fashion. Shake it up. Should do it. All my friend that come around. Fudge a fudge party. Rats on the west side. Bed bugs uptown. What a mess. It's tied to tatter. My brain splattered all over Manhattan. Should do be Shake out. Are you with us tonight from New York? All right, 855-212-4CBS. It's brought to you by Geico. Great news. There's a quick way you can save a bunch of money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. Jason Locke and Forrell join us from the NFL today here in about uh, 12, 13 minutes, and then at 11 East, 8 West, Scott Miller, Bleacher Report, talking baseball. Uh, during the Yankees Twins game right now, Yankees lead it two to nothing after three innings in Minneapolis at Target Field, and they can finish off the Twins tonight with a win. That'd be over in a sweep. And I mean, they really have uh, what is it, two and fifteen now against them all time in the playoffs? Yeah, and like thirteen in a row or something like that. Like it is just is the death of is them. there is there any doubt? It's not going to be over tonight. I mean, you just look at these first three innings. The Twins have had opportunities. Had the bases loaded, no out in the just second. Had two more just on. had a couple more guys on. They're just not getting it done when the money's on the table and the Yankees are getting the hits when there's when there's guys on. I mean, it's just it's just that simple. Washington is up six to one. That game just end six to one. I know it was close. It was either in the ninth or or it was about to end right around there. So I think that's over with six one. Nationals. So a couple game fives in the National League on Wednesday. Yeah, game five will be in L.A. and that'll be uh, uh, Bueller will pitch against. I'm assuming Strasburg. Strasburg. That'll be a great game. That'll be a great game. And then you have Flaherty for the Cardinals in Atlanta for a game five. And who's he pitching against? I've got to check. I'm going to assume uh, whoever pitched game one. It's fried. Might it might be? Yeah. I think that's who he's facing. I could be wrong. So anyway, uh, the Cardinals forced uh, that uh, game five by winning 5-4 in extra innings, 10-inning win today at Bush. Yachty Molina with the uh, sack fly that won the game in the 10th. And then the throat slash to go with it to get everybody all worked up. And then the Rays beat the Astros and Zach Grinke's ass today, 10-3. to Game four is tomorrow in Tampa. Now, if the Yankees finish off, here's a uh, shot by Stanton. It's going to fall in and center. So uh, if the Yankees win tonight, let's say they 
finish off the sweep. They're supposed to play tomorrow night at Target Field. Will they move that Rays game to nighttime? Uh, yeah, I think if there's no game. It'll be the uh, only game. Right. That would be an 8 o'clock game, I'm pretty sure. And it'll be uh, Fulton A, which will go for the Braves in game oh, five. There you go. All right. So uh, there you have it. And that game's in Atlanta. That game's Wednesday? Yes, that game is on Wednesday. What, what about the uh, – so the Dodger game would be Wednesday as well. Right. So 5 o'clock will be the Cardinal-Brave game, and then 8 o'clock will Eastern – these are Eastern times – will be the National-Dodger game. All right. Live uh, Monday Night Football going on as the Niners are blowing out the Browns 28-3. to This game's over. Uh, they are absolutely terrible. That's the only thing you can say about them with all of their hype – and all of their and the BS around this team, it, they are so phony. I mean, they are absolutely still the stinking Browns, and they are just the worst. Are you kidding me? This performance, they shouldn't be allowed on primetime ever again. Is this not what did we see this again? Right? What did they have? Sunday night football, they lost to the Rams, and now Monday night twice they're going to get their ass beat. The first, well, they did win the first Monday night game. Oh, that, that was, was against they beat the, Jets. the Jets up on that week two Monday but night then, game. They lost to the Rams on right. Sunday night. And then this is the next game. This is the next one, and I think they have one or two more uh, further down the line. So they're going to go to two and three. They were unbeaten on the road. Not anymore. They can't do anything right. The game ended when he threw that pick in the end zone. Yeah. And the guy went back to the 50, Williams, and then they went and scored, and that was it. I mean, they've scored literally almost every time they touch the ball. They're just grinding them too. They're running the football right down their throat. Right. The first, the first touchdown was actually a long run. Brita broke a right. like a seventy-yard run for their first score. They're just annihilating Cleveland tonight. It's embarrassing watching this team with all their Super Bowl predictions. They really are pathetic. And on the other side of this now too, a lot of people wondered the Niners after a bye week. They didn't beat great teams their first three games. Here they are in prime now time, they, and then they whacking the, the Browns here. There, there you go. Now that's a big test next week. They play the Rams in L.A., and they're getting right now, it's four and a half. They're already giving them four and a half, the opening line on that game. And then if they win tonight, that's going down. Probably, yeah. So run to the window if you want that four and a half. Get it now while it's hot like pancakes. The Colts hand the Chiefs their first loss of the year with a dominating performance at Arrowhead. How... uh pedestrian did Mahomes look I mean to tell you he had an ankle problem he definitely has an ankle problem well there you go then uh, but, that, but that's an but issue but it's piling up for them now because they haven't had Tyree kill all year Watkins dresses and then like doesn't play uh he got hurt whether it be right. a warm-up earlier in the game you know they're they're losing pieces around him regularly and he's not even right himself right so you could tell last night they couldn't they're get playing, anything done. Uh, I forget who they play, but they're favored by five this week at home. I can tell you who it is. Uh, it's Kansas City. Texans. Oh, there you go, Texans. That'd be a good game if the Chiefs are right, yeah. You can get Texans in five and a half right now. How about the way they played yesterday? Or is that more that the Falcons just suck? Oh, uh, but they looked really good the yesterday. Texans looked the Texans. Watson looked great. They they really did. The Packers roll in Dallas, and the Texans embarrass the Falcons among the big games yesterday in the NFL. Uh, is this a uh, concern 
about the Chiefs and all their injuries, or do you still buy into them? How about against the Texans? Are you willing to roll the dice with the Texans on the road there with five and a half? With the way Watson's playing right now, I might be able to, yeah. The Redskins fire Jay Gruden at 5 in the morning. 5 a.m. Come on down at 5 a.m. How do you not know that's happening and just say, no thanks, call my agent, right? Like, I'm not coming down there at 5 in the morning. I know what's going to happen, so thanks. Why don't you just uh, call my agent and send Here's my address. You can start sending me the checks. And he was going to get a chance to get a win this week because they're playing the Dolphins. <laughs> Dolphins Redskins this week. He would have had a chance to pick up a win. Who do you take in that game? I like the Redskins. The Redskins win a game? They have more talent than the Dolphins. They're both awful, but they have more talent than the Dolphins. Let me ask you guys a question. Shep is here. Okay. Shep in the house right. tonight. So, I can't hang with you guys in the NFL, but I do know this. Jay Gruden was 6-3 and three when Alex Smith was his quarterback. He made the playoffs with Kirk Cousins. I don't think he deserved to get fired. I think he has been given trash. No disrespect to NFL players, but they are trash in relationship to being NFL quarterbacks. I don't think he should have got the hook. And I know you're not the biggest fan. I know you guys have an interesting relationship. I don't have any relationship with him. I could care less about him, but I don't— uh, Is that fair? You know, I don't necessarily think that anyone can do better there right now with this team. I think it's the same thing we've said for a long time here, whether it be us or Dukes or anybody else we've talked to. Until management is changed, a.k.a. Bruce Allen— and everything around. And everybody says that that isn't like, happening because like, Snyder loves Allen. Snyder loves him. And as we all know, Snyder ain't selling the team. This is like every other owner throughout sports. The owner isn't – you can't fire the owner. He's not going anywhere. Right. But he loves Bruce Allen. And ever since Bruce Allen and even before, you know, that's the and, problem. And didn't he go on record today saying there, we have no oh, dysfunction? We, got no, we, got no, we don't have a culture problem here. No. We don't have any – we have a left tackle who hasn't even come. He's not holding out for money. He just doesn't want to play for us. He hasn't been right. here all year, but we don't have a culture problem. Uh, so, anyway, we'll keep our eyes on uh, everything going on here. This Monday night game is terrible. Again, the Niners blowing out the Browns and the Yankees have a runner on first, two outs. Up 2 nothing in the fourth at Target Field in Minneapolis. A lot happening here. Jason Lockenfor is up first tonight on the bench. You're listening to Pharrell on the bench. All right, 855-212-4227 is the number. Jason Lockenfora of the NFL Today on CBS is back on the bench. How you doing, Jason? What's going on, buddy? Hey, so... Uh, I said earlier that, like, if I'm Gruden, I know it probably doesn't work out that way, but I was like, I'm not going in there at 5 in the morning when I already know what's yeah. going to happen when I get there. Can't you just call your agent and say, here's yeah. where the, I want him to send the checks? I'm kind of with you, man. You know, I, I, I uh, at 5 a.m., I was not feeling great myself. Uh, did not get a good night's rest. And, I mean, he, he's known that his time was up for quite some time. Honestly, like, I reported last January that the owner was interviewing guys, candidates, for the defensive coordinator position that was not open yet that Jay Gruden knew nothing about. So, like, the owner was interviewing Todd Bowles without there even being an opening for a defensive coordinator yet and telling Todd Bowles, hey, and if you want the whole kit and caboodle, like, if you want to coach my whole team, it's yours. So, like... 
Do you think Jay Gruden thought he was on solid ground come September? No. And then they refused to trade the left tackle, who is telling them and has been telling them since March, hey, guys, I will never, ever, ever, ever play for you again. It's done. I don't trust Bruce Allen. I don't trust your medical staff. It's over. And then they lose, you know, Darius Geis, and they lose Jordan Reed, and Brandon Sheriff, you know what I mean? Like, what are we even talking about here? So Jay is in a better place now, and he'll be coaching uh, with the Raiders next year. He'll be running their offense for his brother John in Vegas, just you watch. And he'll be having Dan Snyder pay him $6 million to do that. So wow. he'll be all right. And you're right. I would, 5 a.m., I'd have been like, check, please. You, you could fire me by email. I don't care. Yeah, what about uh, all these rumors flying around about Tomlin? Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't believe that. What don't you believe? I don't believe that he would go there to work for those two idiots. I don't know, man. Um, John Gruden got ten years, a hundred million. The situation that Dan Snyder's in right now, his his covenant with his fans is fractured, broken, shattered. There are no Redskins fans buying jerseys, buying T-shirts, buying Gatorades, buying beers. There's nobody in the stands. They have completely tuned him out. Dan Snyder's trying to get a stadium built. He's trying to get a stadium built in downtown D.C., which is incredibly difficult. The, the, his, his, he doesn't have anything else, right? Every other business he's tried has failed. This is it. This is what he has. He has to make this work, and he is as broken as he's ever been. Throwing money and power and titles at Mike Tomlin is not remotely out of the question. In fact, it's exactly what he wants to do. And if you're Mike Tomlin and you've been in in a situation in Pittsburgh where they have a paradigm that's set, right? Personnel, GM is always going to trump coach. Coach is not going to pick players. Coach is not going to be among the highest paid in the league. Like, there are just certain things that are never going to happen for him in Pittsburgh that could happen here. You don't go on a yacht with the Roonies on the French Riviera, right? You're not hanging out in Aspen with the Roonies at, uh, you know, uh, the film festivals and everything else going on there. You're not getting picked up in a helicopter and sent all over the world. You know what I mean? You're not getting all the creature comforts. Look, I never say never in this league, Scotty. And look at the Steelers. They gave up a two and a three to move up and get Devin Bush, right? They gave up a one to get Minka Fitzpatrick. They're probably going to be picking in the top five to eight picks, and they're not going to have a first-round pick. And they're going to have Dan Snyder, who's also going to be having a pick in the top ten, saying, hey, 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 what, what can I do to get your attention? Hey, you want my pick? You want another pick a year later? And – Tomlin's got one year left on his deal, and I'm not so sure he does an extension after this one. So Joe Gibbs came back from the dead to coach the Washington Redskins because Dan Snyder put so much money in front of him, he had to take it. Eventually, somebody takes it, and Snyder is dead set on making a splash now. He has to. He has to get a buy-in from his fans some way, somehow. Do you think that, uh, you know, Gruden said that he didn't have any say, uh, and now you're telling me that he's going to give the say to this guy? That, uh, he like, he's going to give him total power? Gibbs. 
He gave it to Shanahan. This is what he does, right? He inherited North Turner. That wasn't very sexy for him, so he went out and got Marty Schottenheimer. And Marty kicked butt in the second half of the year, right? Went from 0-5 to 8-8 with Tony Banks as his quarterback, but Dan wasn't having fun, so he got him out of there. And then he went and hired Spurrier, and Spurrier had no say in personnel other than picking quarterbacks like Danny Werfel. And then that didn't work, so what did he do? He gave Joe Gibbs the entire organization. You've got VP of football operations title. You've got team president title. You've got head coach title. I covered it for the Washington Post. I was there on a daily basis. And then that didn't work, so then he hired Jim Zorn, who nobody else was even hiring as an offensive coordinator. And then that didn't work, so he went back to the big fish model and gave Mike Shanahan everything. You've got final say on personnel. You hire as much as much staff as you want. Here's your unlimited budget. I'm going to pay you $8 million a year, and you try it. That didn't work. Then what did he do, right? He hired Jay Gruden, a guy who was a nondescript former coordinator. That didn't work. What do you think his next step is? His next step is I've got to get a face of the franchise guy. I've got to get somebody who can help sell tickets because my product cannot sell tickets and my roster cannot sell tickets, but I need to get a buy-in financially, not just from my fans, but also from the District of Columbia where I'm desperate to get a stadium built. Yeah, and I mean, that all makes sense. I will say this in receipt of that is that none, nothing the guy ever does works. Nothing. I'm not saying it's I mean, literally work. nothing. I'm just saying this is, this is how he operates. I, I mean, there, nothing I'm saying is remotely a defense of anything he's ever done, except history always repeats in Washington. And Dan Snyder has a certain mindset. And he, right now, he'll never admit it. He wasn't even out there today, right? He sent Bruce to answer the questions. But he is as much on bended knee. He is as wounded as he's ever been. And he is as scared as he's ever been about the future of that franchise, which tells me, as someone who was in that building for five years, he is as desperate as ever to make something happen. And I'm just telling you, he's been fixated on Mike Tomlin for a long time. Let me ask you this. You see, uh, you're down there. Do you see Lamar Jackson's struggles? Uh, what do you think of, uh, the, in all reality, because like people I heard today saying, oh, this is the, rat, r- the Browns division to win. And then the Browns tonight look like puke. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, they are as phony as the day is blue. Because one way, you don't know what you're getting from this team. From one way, there is zero consistency at all. I don't have any faith. All this Super Bowl talk is nonsense. But my question is, Lamar Jackson's starting to show that, like, literally, he can't throw the ball more than 10 yards. I mean, he can't complete a pass. Mm, I, I don't agree with that at all. Um, the Ravens have no defense. They have no pass rush, and they have a secondary that's been whittled thin with injuries. They just signed two linebackers off the street who weren't in the league, and they started this week. Lamar Jackson isn't the problem. I mean, yeah, he threw three picks, but if you watch the game, one was com- was incomplete. I mean, the, the the ground helped the defender make the catch, and somehow on replay that was ruled an interception. And then another one, he threw it right in Mark Andrews' hands. Andrews was getting mugged by, I think it was Mark Barron at the time, there was no call. The ball bounced in the air. It got it got picked off. He he's the fastest, I think, fastest quarterback to a thousand yards rushing all time. Um, Ravens are top ten. I don't I don't dispute that he can run the ball. I don't dispute that he can run the ball. My question is, can he throw the ball on anything more than just a dump off? Can he throw the ball yeah. ten or more yards and complete I mean, it? I, he I believe he's second in the league in passing touchdowns, and all of them 
are, I think, at least 11 yards downfield. Many of them are much more. The Brown, he had, I, I believe week one, I mean, it's Miami, but they're in the league. Like, I get it. It's, it, you know, it's, it's not super sexy, but I think he had seven completions over 25 yards in week one. I, I, he, he can he can he can throw the ball. Um, I don't think that's a problem at all. And he's not the reason that they're. I say three and two. Not that three and two is horrible. Um, no, they won the game. I'll give you that. What do you think of this guy uh, Baker Mayfield and the performance he's putting on tonight? I think they don't have an offensive line, and I think Baker is in his own head right now. And the Forty ers have one of the most potent four man rushes you're going to find in this league. And they are finding a lot of joy with that. And Baker's not setting his feet. And he's not trusting himself. And he's not trusting what's in front of him. And I think when the Browns go up against teams that have a modicum of a pass rush, they're screwed. Now, Baltimore doesn't have a sniff, a whiff, uh, anything close to a pass rush. So he had a lot of joy in the second half last week because he could take a five, seven-step drop and know I'm going to have one Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi, four Mississippi before anybody's in my face. That's not going to be his reality when he's playing a lot of teams in the league, and that's when the Browns are going to be in trouble. And at the end of the day, I mean, Cleveland beat Baltimore, so they've got a leg up on them, but Baltimore's got more wins than them right now, and one of these teams is going to win eight or nine games, and the rest of the division isn't going to come close to that, and they're going to get a home playoff game, and once you're in, anything can happen, I guess, but uh, the AFC North, the AFC South right now, for me, leave a lot to be desired, except for the Colts, who I, I have immense respect for what Frank Reich and Chris Ballard are building there and the way that they've handled adversity. And I don't care if they lost that game last night. I, I still feel like the Colts are a legitimate football team that can go into your backyard and beat you up more than you can beat them up. With Kansas City's injuries, you think that uh, Houston can go in there and beat them? No. <laughs> you still think they win even even with all I'm their problems? I am not a big Houston Texans guy. I, I, I'm just not. Um, I understand, you know, what took place this, this past weekend and what they did in the second half of that game. But Atlanta is... Is they're 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 that's a fraudulent football team right now. I'm sorry, they either completely crapped the bed in the first half or the second half, but they can't put two decent quarters together. Um, so I'm not I'm not remotely ready to crown the Texans. They go one week they're god awful, the next week they're okay, then they're god awful, then they look really good. But uh, no, I I think I think the Colts will be the class of that division, and I think only one team from that division is going to the playoffs. And uh, you think the Cowboys are phonies? Yeah. I didn't pick them to go to the. I didn't pick them to go to the playoffs, and I know people were getting carried away with the first three weeks, and you know they're they they look like they're, uh, you know Lombardi's Packers 2.0, but they're not, and the defense certainly is not, and when Dak plays teams that can cover you in man, he's he's got big time problems, and. That game was 31-3, okay? That game was over pretty much at halftime, and he was a big reason why. And he, he's a capable quarterback, and he's a really, you know, good quarterback, and it's a great story, but it, it, they want to go pay him $35 million, He should have taken it 55 yesterdays ago. You know what I mean? He should have taken it before the season started. Right. Uh, I... 
any t- you tell me, Scotty, when when the Cowboys think they're good and when America thinks the Cowboys are good in the last 25 years, have the Cowboys been good? I, did, I don't know. I wouldn't give him the money now. Uh, I'm scared to death of that guy now, what I'm seeing, but I still think – uh, I still think they're a good team. Uh, and I, I don't know, like the back-to-back games with the Saints and this game uh, against the Packers didn't look good at all. Now they get to face the Jets. They'll probably spank them and everybody will start believing again. Jason, great stuff tonight. Thanks for coming on the bench, brother. Always my pleasure, my man. All right, Jason Lockett for Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. You're listening to Pharrell on the Bench. Everyone's talking about it. Everyone's joining. Everyone knows it. Pharrellonthebench.com rules. It's the best site for picks. All the college football and pros. Baseball through the playoffs, hockey nightly, boxing, MMA, all the big fights, hoops coming right around the corner doing push-ups. Try it. You'll love it. Pharrellonthebench.com. Sign up today. Hide the money from your wife. Carver, hi. Uh, Obviously, uh, a couple things. One, uh, about Jason's uh, conversation with me. A, the the conversation about uh, Tomlin, and B, the, the, the Lamar Jackson. So... I was watching today about, just briefly, very briefly in the morning, about Lamar Jackson's problems on, I, I was watching it, about throwing more than 10 yards. Like, right. that it's not going well. Right. But I will say this, uh, you know, despite all the injuries that Jason was talking about and, you know, bringing guys off the street to start and all this On defense, stuff, he's talking about. Okay, great. They're still winning. They beat the Steelers. I'll give you that. But do you think there's going to be an issue at the end of the road, like at the end of the line, with his uh, passing? Or do you think it's just not an issue? Because I know you heard him say the guy's leading the league and running. Do you realize – I'm just saying – I'm not trying to defend anything I'm saying. I'm just saying – this guy is even—he's even said he doesn't like running it anymore that much because he knows he's going to get killed. His career is going to be short if he keeps running because he's—they want him to run all the time, and he's getting—he's going to get annihilated. There isn't a guy in the league. It doesn't matter the length of the league. Go back fifty years. They all get lit up, the runners. They all get lit up. And they your, all stop running. Your boy, Josh Allen, is going to get lit up. And he's oh, already he already did last run. week. Last week he got lit up. So you get a couple more, it'll be done for the season. Right, and and it takes guys getting lit up, hopefully, to, to figure it Learn out. Learn a lesson. Um, and maybe Josh hasn't. We saw it with Cam Newton. Cam Newton in his first year or two in the league, he ran a lot. Eventually the hits kept coming, and Cam Newton became a great thrower. Uh, you know, Not that he wasn't a great thrower, but he, he became more of a pocket passer. And Lamar Jackson last year right. ran. That's what he did. He ran the football. And he came out this year, and he did throw the throw the rock against Miami in that first game of the season. I mean, he was hitting Hollywood Brown on these on these 50, 60-yard bombs. Against my friends. Against, Miami, my, against exactly. drunk friends at the now, tailgate party. There was no football players on the field that day. Now, you look the last couple of weeks. Um, I know he led them to a little bit of a rally against KC. You know, they came up short. He looked bad against the Browns. And... Yesterday, you know, they won the game, right? They won the game. That's all that matters. I I think that he's better this year than he was last year, more comfortable doing it. But there's still, you know, the the unknown of if he's going to be able to stand there for an entire game and, like you said, shoot the ball more than 10 yards time after time after time. All right, so now the other question is – The Tomlin stuff. uh, The Tomlin. 
So he vehemently disagreed with me, saying that he believes that that guy just said flat out on this show that he's getting the job. Well, he said he's going to try to get him, is what he was saying. That Daniel Snyder. He will go hard for him. Listen, I have to tell you now, no disrespect to uh, Tomlin because, you know, he won a Super Bowl. So I'm not going to sit here and, and slam him or anything like that. But. I don't think anyone – there's a lot of people in Pittsburgh that I don't think would cry if he left. I think that the Roonies have a good thing going with him. Uh, He may not see it that way. Fair enough. But my question is uh, to you, do you really think he's worth all that? Because I just frankly don't. I think he's he's been a good coach, right? But he is not a great coach. And there's a big difference between being good and being great. Okay, you know who I think is great. And no one else. Well, there's only one guy who's worth $10 million a that, year. That's and right. That, and that's and, Bill Belichick. And it isn't Jake. And, and, it, no, isn't it isn't John, John Gruden. Gruden or Mike Tomlin or any of these other guys. None of these other guys. There's only right. one guy who should make that kind so of money. So what would you – do you really want to give that guy all the power in the world to do anything he wants? Like, that's a dangerous way to make a living because I, I think he'll screw it up. You know, like Jason said, you know, he did try it with Shanahan and he gave him all the power in the world. And how did that go? It did not go well. Now, a lot of that was because Shanahan— any hire he made? I said that to him. Not one hire he ever made worked. And don't tell me Joe Gibbs worked either because that didn't work No, the second time he had Joe Gibbs, it was a disaster. Marty Schottenheimer, Joe Gibbs, go down—Steve Spurrier, uh, Shanahan, now Jay Gruden. None of them have worked. And but he's willing if he's willing to unload the checkbook, which he is a billionaire, and allow one person to run the entire show. I personally don't think that that works very well in the NFL right. today. But if you're somebody like a Mike Tomlin or other guys around the league who, you know, don't mind getting paid ten million dollars a year and have total control of a franchise, that's a lot of power in his hometown. Um, I'm sure that he would strongly consider it. I, I really do. Uh, you have got to be kidding me that that's what's going to happen, that he's going to leave the Steelers to go play for that wretched organization. I mean, honestly, like the Steelers are bad enough, but they are head and shoulders, head and shoulders, literally. I mean, you know what the Redskins are? They are the dandruff of the NFL. They they really are. The Steelers don't have. They got six of them. Okay, thanks. No one's saying anything about them. They're not saying. You know, even when they're one in four, people are afraid to say they suck. They really do. I mean, who says that about them? Because they're not winning right now with Tomlin. It doesn't matter. Now look, you lose Big Ben, you lose Rudolph. Their season's over. I mean, it is now. They are on finished island, and they're have and they're cooking up bratwurst on the grill. With a little slab of uh, some halibut. They got a little halibut they got on the grill. Because, they're. I mean, the season's over. They're fishing already, right? That's done. After losing to the Ravens, it's over. They're finished. Done. Toast. Goodbye. Are they going to the Chargers this week with that, with this kid? You know, how about them trying to sell me this kid now? Uh, you know, I, I've been hearing, you know, I saw on ESPN today something about, oh, this guy's so creative. And he's, oh, he's so different and unique, and he's going to be, oh, he's just going to, you know, he's, he's in, you know, making up plays. He's created Devlin Hodges. I was like, Jesus, Devlin Hodges. I mean, that's our quarterback now. And what are they going to do if he gets hurt? What's next? Yeah, th- unfortunately, the Steelers season has kind of hit the point where 
Topper. Yeah, you're going to just get signed somebody else off the street. Uh, like, even playing Devlin Hodges, like, that's not a quarterback of the future. That's not, that's not like playing Mason Rudolph and trying to find out if you have a guy uh, who actually was playing pretty well before he got hurt. And the, ESPN and was telling me mix. today that this guy's like make you know creative. He's you know draw, making up plays as the you know in the middle of a play he'll come up with some great idea to get out of it. You know he's a, you know inventive. He's like Mister you know, uh, you know he's like doing it a shorthand. He's got everything. <laughs> he's got all the tricks in his bag. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like no one's ever heard of him. I mean, yeah, honest look, to God, I, they're I, that's doomed. Not, it's not gonna. It's not gonna go well Shut with them. Up. Unfortunately for them, the Steelers' season is gonna go down the path of like a, you know, a four and twelve uh, type of year. Unfortunately, which is bad because you've seen some signs from their D that their D isn't terrible. They've got good players on the D. Looks improved from last year, but they're gonna have a major problem offensively now the rest of the year. So uh, I, I'm guessing that this guy uh, Darnold will be able to go this week. I don't know, but I'm sure they're just going to give him all the reps and hope that he plays, right? Like last week, give him all the reps and practice all week. And he just, didn't play. And just hope, you know, just hope that he that he plays. But then they go out and get beat, annihilated. What was it, 31-6? Yeah, they so, got whacked. But you don't think they could beat Dallas even with him? The game's in Dallas, no. isn't it? No, or game's in MetLife. Well, I don't, I don't, it doesn't can, matter where the game is. They can play it in your backyard. It won't Please. matter. It will not matter. The line's eight and a half. Do you think the uh, Cowboys are going to do to the Jets what everybody else does to them? Yes. Something like like the Eagles yesterday, 31-6. to six. You know, somewhere in that area. Man, it's if Darnold plays right maybe 31-14. Yeah, sure. That's fine. What's the line on that right now? Eight and a half. That's it? That's it. Jump on it now. Before tomorrow. I would have took that at 12 or 13. Eight and a half? Get in, get involved. Jump in. Get in there. Shep, I, I must say you're looking rather ripped this evening, but I, I'm a little concerned about your shirt. What is going on there, dude? You're, it looks like uh, I have never seen in my life. Carver High, can you back me up on this? It looks like he's wearing a gymnastic chick shirt. What is going on with that? It's an extra small. What is what is that about? Are you trying to, like, show off your muscles or something? What are you doing there? Because... Extra small. I mean, dude, it looks like a child's shirt. <laughs> well, that's the eye. Or it looks like I go to the gym and I'm very muscular. But it, well, it does, but right. you, you look like you're wearing my daughter's uh, T-shirt and you're a grown man. Like, yeah. Carver High, you're not seeing this? I know you don't want to no, look No, he came in involved. actually even even more, like, drenched when he came in tonight. And, uh, like, guys Shep, are mentioned it to him out there. Did you do the 30, 30 block run tonight before work? Yes, sir. Oh, God. No wonder he's got that shirt on. All right, uh, we'll talk to Scott Miller of Bleacher Report next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.